Hi, welcome to another Power Blast podcast. So what will be the hot upcoming health and fitness trend for 2020 and beyond? Hybrid workouts, more hit style workouts, maybe it's technology driven workouts. Let's talk about it. Stay tuned. Hey, my friend, Perry Tinsley here, creator of the Power Blast podcast, the power of possibility, passion, and purpose. So glad to have you here. Trends, they come and go, right? But it's always fun to, to see what's coming up and everything from new classes to tech-driven technology and different trends that way. Things that uh, even genetics to inform us about workouts and whatever's happening on the fitness industry tr- industry trend. Now, I know trends tend to come and go and you know some stick longer than others and some are just stick around forever. But uh, I was just doing some research here in you know the fitness industry, no doubt. It's going to be tapping into more technology uh, as well as I think growing the consumer desire for unique experiences. You know, I'm, I'm already thinking of goat yoga. I, I, I don't think that's one of the things that's coming up, but a very unique experience, right? Um, and uh, you know, there, there's the personalization aspect and, and the freedom. And I, and I believe people down in their you know in, in their heart want to be active. They they want to be healthy. They want to feel good. Um, so I came across a few interesting articles. Thought I would share a few ideas with you. I'm I'm no you know forecaster by any means, but thought I would come on here and just share what I've learned and some trends to to potentially look out for and see what you think on them. Uh, one of them is group training. Now, while that's not necessarily a new trend, I think in 2020 and beyond, we'll see group training maybe taking to, to a new level. Um, the social aspect of group training, that appeals to those millennials and, and Generation Z. What comes after Generation Z? I don't know. Uh, but it, it, it appeals that there's that community aspect. That's, that's what I love about what I get to do. I create, vert, you know, because you can't always be there in person. Well, I think this will appeal. But having those online communities of virtual communities can still have that family feel. I know, I think we've got a group of about 160 of us that commit month after month. And we've just bonded. We're from all over the U.S. and Canada and the U.K. And, and, and we just bond with each other. And I think that social aspect is going to be taken to new levels uh, in the upcoming year. Yoga hit. Now, hybrid fitness classes, they're already trendy. Um, I, I think there's like yoga lattes. You know, we've, he- we've heard of Pio before, right? Um, Aqua Zumba. I, I haven't seen that, but I've heard about um, So there's you know kind of two major fitness uh trends and they join forces so yoga hit is it it suggests you know it's like a quick burst of hit that's high intensity interval training and it's it's sprinkled in with dynamic yoga poses so i i would i would guess not really necessarily static yoga but a more of a flow and uh you know some different stretches and things like that, but that that will be a trend coming on. I don't know if it's something that's going to stick around, but I, I believe that workout it kind of gives you the best of both worlds and achieves a real serious calorie burn. I mentioned Pio before, and I, that's what a lot of people said is because it's that flowing yoga and the Pilates combo that had people torching 
just a boatload of calories on it while building muscle and and, and strengthening and and uh, and lengthening the muscle. So then the next one is functional training. Now, in recent years, we, we've heard of CrossFit, and it made a huge impact on the fitness industry. I have a, a bunch of friends who are diehard CrossFit fans, and that's that's totally awesome. It's uh, increased the popularity to provide people with fast, efficient ways to get stronger and burn calories. And upcoming in 2020, there may be a, a shift in focus instead of how much weight or how much reps that you can comp- you know complete. The importance will be how you perform all of the movements, uh, learning proper technique through functional training. Uh, I've, I've heard uh, you, you probably have heard of functional training before, and as the name suggests, it, it works on movements and, and the muscles that you use for most everyday tasks. So the type of training allows your body to continue to function at their best as long as possible. So it concentrates on refining balance and, and coordination and building strength uh, that way. And the trend uh, really is important, especially, you know, I, I'm 55 years old, especially for older adults to ensure more long-term injury-free health and fitness. Now, as uh, when I was young, I, I was just going with reckless abandon thinking, there's no way I'll ever get taken out of the game. It's always when you get older and you're like, I wish I could have told my younger self to take it easy a little bit more, to, to perform, perform, uh, more, perform moves correctly and ideally for longevity. So that's, that's a big one. The next one is at-home workouts. Uh, with everything from expert-led total body workout apps to live streaming fitness classes, Technology is really transforming home workouts. Uh, When you think of home fitness, you're probably thinking treadmills, elliptical machines. And I used to have those too. And then they became elaborate, (laughs) elaborate clothes hangers, things to to just stack on. But now just think tech centric. Uh, One of the, one of the big popular ones out there uh, right now is Peloton. They've, they've got the bikes, they've got the treadmill, but they've got the interactive technology that's also given the competition effect and uh, it, it re- really pushing people. Um, working at home in, in 2020, it, it's becoming more creative and exciting than ever. Smart technology, I think, is going to be evolve beyond the bike um, and rapidly grow into a range of fitness equipment. I've already seen these these displays, these large displays that you, you put on a wall, and it's almost like a human uh, as high as tall as a human. So it's like you're you've got a person right there uh, working out with you, and 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 things to compete against. Uh, so kind of that full length mirror that works as a personal trainer, and home fitness. I mean, it allows users to pick and choose whatever class they want. Uh, so there's something for everyone. That's what I love about Beachbody On Demand. World-class programs uh, by uh, seasoned super trainers, and they guide you through uh, motivating. They they guide you and they motivate you every step of the way, and it's something for everyone there too. I I guess that's why it's a leader in the home fitness space. It's kind of the the Netflix of fitness, and it doesn't have to – you're streaming it on your phone or on your uh, Roku or on the TV, and you're not – it's not tied into a, you ha- where you have to buy a specific device for it other than other than the, the things that you probably already have. But 
you know, having some dumbbells and things like that, some fitness equipment, but there's a lot of workouts you can do with body weight. So that's, that's where I have gone. Um, and, and I've been doing that for 17 years and haven't looked back. I, I love that it's streaming and I like that I can take it down to the gym or at home. So, uh, in between a busy schedule, long commute, bad weather, home workouts, have a ton of benefit and overall they're incredibly convenient and we all know convenience is king we've, we've become that society where we want things right now and we want it simple and we want it convenient the next one is mindful workouts now this was new to me a new thing but many for many people exercises it's their go-to stress management strategy and there's studies that show that you know fitness is a, a great way to reduce stress. So physical physical activity um, has that power to relieve anxiety and reduce the stress levels. And I think that really works for a lot of people. And the shift is using this tool more and more. I, I, th- I think it's going to be built. And the mindfulness practice, it, it provides many of the values. It helps manage uh, anxiety, even depression. Uh, and with that knowledge, both mindfulness and exercise to help stress or help ease the stress, people are now looking to harness both techniques. So that fitness will evolve in the future and there'll be greater emphasis on what happens before and after and, 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 and during the workouts as well. The, the time we spent recovering, I know a lot of people out there, they're like, I don't need a rest day, I don't need to recover. But b- built into the, the mindfulness, that the time we spend recovering is just as important as our training. And it, 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 it affects the stress levels as well. Um, and the state of mind, and your sleep, sleep stress levels, and, and your nutrition all bundled in there. So they'll, they'll no doubt be a, a, a big shift to that sort of thing in 2020, that holistic well-being uh, with that. And there's a lot of apps that that can be uh, integrated with that, like uh, sleep, uh, integrating sleep patterns and meditation apps, uh, things that are going to just offer sustainable uh, health, your, your sustainable health plan in the future. Now, nutrition, uh, th- this is some things I- I've read, and we've, er- we've already seen a shift in this. It's, it's plant-based diets, and I, you know, I, hate, I hesitate to use the word diet because I don't believe in diet because it usually means deprivation to a lot of people, but we've been programmed with that word, haven't we? So we, we, we could go on and on about the health and fitness, but with, with, uh, when it comes to health and fitness, nutrition is definitely a big part of it and how we feel and how we think and how we're productive and, and things like that. Sustainability, it's become a real huge, uh, key issue in recent years and in industries and consumers are being offered more and more. And you've probably seen this, uh, vegan or vegetarian alternatives. I know that when I'm eating more, uh, a, more of a plant-based diet or plant-based eating plan or plant-based uh, eating, I feel better. I, I, I'm just more alert. I'm more focused. I just love it. Um, so with that, there's going to be both health and conservation in mind. And we're shifting towards the term plant-based. So you'll, you'll be hearing that a lot. The, the world's transitioning into that plant-based territory because it's predicted that by at least the stats that I was reading on this article, by 2040, only 40% of the population will be eating meat. 35% will be, grow, will be eating lab-grown meat. 
and about 25% will be consuming vegan meat replacements. So it's safe, safe to say that that trend is here. Um, there's numerous there's celebrities, athletes uh, that are following a plant-based lifestyle. So as I've been nudging you over the past years, it, it's that veggies most mentality. Um, that's that it, it, it gives you a little wiggle room to you know, have the occasional burger and stuff like that. It's not like you have to totally give up meat, but the majority of plant-based products uh, are vegan and their target audience uh, is they're focusing on, um, you know, focusing on that target target audience, like uh, the people that are making beyond meat and the impossible burger, impossible burger easy for me to say um they're already making a big splash uh in the industry in minneapolis here we even have a vegan bush butcher i'm trying to think of the name of it i can't remember the name of it but uh, a vegan butcher you can go to the butcher shop get ribs burgers uh you can get uh i should do a podcast there uh there's uh sausages all sorts of meats but they're all vegan. They're all plant-based. Uh, so it's really, really kind of cool. Another trend, intuitive eating. It's become a buzzword. I'm not familiar with it, but it's complementing the growing body positive movement. Intuitive eating, it encourages people to make food choices without experiencing guilt or an ethical dilemma. So it, the, the basics include eating when you're hungry, stopping when you're full, not seeing food as good or bad, letting go of the rules and enjoying your food. Uh, so it, there's been, you know, like I said before, with, with diet, there's kind of been a backlash there. And so this, this kind of, I, I love this because it's, I love flexible eating. And uh, I'm also impressed uh, that the results my friends have gotten from the, the program to be mindset because it's so flexible. It focuses on mindset. It's focused water, veggies most, water, you know, you know, water first. And just the tracking stuff is just a, a, it's not you're not dialed into a diet. It's just a way of eating and you've got flexible uh, choices along the way. So I know there are people out there that benefit from structure, like portion control. So you've got to find out what, what's be- best for you. But that, that will be a trend to look for um, because when, when, you fi- you know, when you're focusing on and practicing a system and making conscious, mindful choices, you set yourself up for success. So it, it takes that guilt factor away. You give yourself permission. Another trend, technology. You knew it. I'm, I'm wearing a, you know, a little gizmo right here. Um, Data and the personalization are they're here for the long run, and the right tools I think they can give you good information and make us all stronger and faster and there's a lot of apps and wearables out there that are going to be advancing along the way, so it just gives you access to more data that's going to be more available and as that as revolutions in people's understanding of the factors that influence health and wellness continue um it's going to help us progress progressively transform. So I'm looking forward to getting some fitness apps. I, w- I wasn't always into them. I kind of dabbled with them a little bit because I know technology tends to turn, it, it, it t- kind of outdates itself really quickly. And all of a sudden you want the next upgrade, next best thing. And so 
there's always that temptation because next year you've got some some extra things. But uh, there's even technology, wearable technology in the VR space uh, that's going to be having uh, that involves maybe teams getting together and working together on goals and tournaments. And apps make it so much more fun to do that, even for competition or even look for high-intensity high apps, treasure hunts, VR gyms, all those entertaining ways to keep getting in shape and keep moving wearables. Like I said before, uh, those are going to be, uh, coming, coming around. I mean, not coming around They're They're here, but they'll be evolving into more things. Uh, look at fitness trackers, smart watches, heart rate monitors. Um, those were the big trends in 2016. And as more companies experiment with that uh, concept and the software and the technology evolves and, and matures, that's getting embedded. We're thinking of clothing, uh, other wearables that, that continue to help you grow. This last one I, I, I'm not familiar with, but I, I like the idea. We, we know of the DNA testing and the genome mapping that, that's out there, that, those ancestry kits that become super popular. And because there's that popular or that ability to discover more about your family's origins, the DNA testing, there's kits for fitness, and they become kind of a new movement for health and wellness to better get a grasp on your genetic makeup and how it relates to your performance uh, and, and your profici- proficiencies. So with that sort of testing, you can learn about hormones, uh, you know, the things that hormones that are preventing you from burning fat, maybe a variety of details about your physiology, things that influence your fitness. So you, you get the workout suggestions and you get to overcome what's holding you back. That would be really cool to, to get that data and say, here's, here's your ideal way to work out. Um, or here's some suggestions, you know, maybe it won't pigeon, pigeonhole you into one spot, but you know, here's some options that you want to consider doing that are going to make the most based on your genetic makeup. I mean, how cool is that? So, uh, in summary, uh, the, the fitness trends are, they're coming, they seem to focus on one main thing and that's the area of convenience. Um, there's, there's many exciting fitness trends that keep us motivated and pumped up. And as we head into 2020, that's super, super awesome. Uh, but convenience is, is a big thing. It's one thing that I've loved for, um, for a very long time is just the convenience of exercising in my, in my, uh, living room. I live in an apartment, so I'm very conscious of doing any jumping sort of exercises that may impact the people downstairs. So I love it when I can come to a low impact workout and I get to work out here. Otherwise, I, I do need to head to the gym downstairs. But when, we, when we're in our own house, you know, sky's the limit. I, I just absolutely love it. So what are you most fired up about? I want to hear about it. Uh, email me over at perrytinsley at gmail.com. I'd love to hear uh, what you're most fired up about or if you know of a trend that you think is going to be coming around. And... Be sure to download my free Morning Success Habits Master List at MorningSuccessHabits.com. There's 14 amazing ways to win the morning so you can win the day, even 
if you're not a morning person. That's morningsuccesshabits.com. That's all I have for this week. Thanks so much for commenting, sharing, and liking, and for giving an honest rating and review in your podcast app. You absolutely rock, my friend. And as always, remember, it's never too late. We'll see you next week. 